0: Hello and welcome to Ancient History Encyclopedia. My name is Kelly and today I'm going to be taking you through a short introduction into the expansive history of the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire was the largest empire that the ancient world, so pre 476 CE, had ever seen. At its height, it covered all the lands around the Mediterranean Sea and parts of Northern Europe, Africa and the Near East. The Empire lasted for over a thousand years, beginning in 31 BCE and ending in 476 CE in the west and 1453 CE in the east. Let's have a look at how the Empire began, some of the key events and emperors, and how it eventually fell. Before the Roman Empire, there was the Roman Republic. In the year 27 BCE, Octavian, the nephew of Julius Caesar, became the first emperor of Rome and adopted the title Augustus Caesar. Now, I know you might be thinking, wasn't Julius Caesar the first Roman emperor? Well, although he is often regarded as such, he was never actually granted the title of emperor. He was, however, granted the title of dictator, which the Senate begrudgingly gave to him, giving him supreme military and political power. Now, it's important to remember, in the time of the Roman Republic, that it was not the norm to put all the power into the hands of one man. This was actually the first thing that they decided to change when they got rid of their kings, changing from a monarchy to a republic. Now, back to Augustus. Due to his success in destroying Rome's enemies and bringing stability to the Empire, the Senate willingly granted him the title of Emperor. Augustus ruled until he died in 14 CE, and his last words are said to have been, I found Rome a city of clay and left it a city of marble. He reformed laws, he initiated vast building projects, he secured Rome's borders and secured the empire a lasting name as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, cultural and political powers in history. Following Augustus was his heir, Tiberius, who lacked the strength in character and vision that made Augustus such a successful emperor. Then came Caligula, the cruel one, Claudius, the paranoid one, and Nero, the crazy one. These five emperors are referred to as the Julio-Claudian dynasty, from the two family names that each of the emperors were descended from, Julius and Claudius. Nero's suicide in 68 CE initiated the period of social unrest, which is known as the Year of the Four Emperors. Within the year, there were four rulers, Galba, Otho, Vitellius, and Vespasian. The year was full of deaths and swift successions to the throne, with men each less qualified to rule than the last, until Vespasian. When Vespasian ascended the throne, he initiated the Flavian dynasty, which can be distinguished by the large building projects such as the Colosseum, economic prosperity, and expansion of the empire. It was under the Emperor Trajan, who ruled between 98 and 117 CE, when the empire truly began to reach its height. Trajan is noted as one of the five good emperors of Rome, along with Nerva, Hadrian, who built the famous wall across the Scottish border of Roman territory. Antonius Pius, who built the Antonine Wall in Scotland, and Marcus Aurelius, the so called philosopher king and author of the Meditations. It was under the reign of Hadrian between 117 and 121 CE when Rome gained its greatest geographical extent and political power. The empire fell into an era of instability and turmoil between 235 and 284 CE. This period is known as the crisis of the third century. The empire was constantly fighting civil wars and experiencing social unrest and economic upheaval. The empire was reunited by Aurelian, but by 285 CE, the empire was simply too large to be ruled by the central government in Rome. At this time, it was split by Emperor Diocletian into a western and eastern empire. But then, 27 years later, Constantine became the sole ruler of the eastern and western empires. He named the city of Byzantium the new capital of the Eastern Roman Empire, which was also known as the Byzantine Empire, and renamed it Constantinople, which is now modern-day Istanbul. In the 4th century, Christianity had started to take hold throughout the empire. In 313 CE, Constantine issued the Edict of Milan, declaring religious tolerance of all religions throughout the empire, especially Christianity. In 380 CE, under Emperor Theodosius I, Christianity became the state religion. He outlawed all pagan worship, closed the schools and universities, and converted all pagan temples into Christian churches. One question we hear a lot is why did the Roman Empire fall? It should be noted that the fall of Rome only refers to the western part of the empire, which fell in 476 CE. The eastern part of the empire continued until 1453 CE. Towards the end of the 4th century, the Goths started to invade Roman territory, causing the Gothic Wars. Scholars date the beginning of the end of the Western Roman Empire to 378 CE, when the Emperor Valens was defeated at the Battle of Adrianople by Goth forces under Fritigern. After all this talk of economic strength and geographic expansion, it isn't easy to find the cause of the fall of such a large empire. A sole cause has never been agreed on, and it's understandably so, as the decline took about 300 years. However, there are many factors that ought to be mentioned. These factors include political instability due to the size of the empire, the self-interest of the two halves of the empire, invasion of barbarian tribes, government corruption, reliance on mercenary armies, over-reliance on slave labour damaging the economy, massive unemployment and inflation. With all these factors working together, there was also the introduction of Christianity, which has been noted as a pivotal factor in the decline of the empire. Before Christianity, the emperor was considered divine and the so-called cult of the emperor encouraged worship of whoever held the position as a god. During the crisis of the third century, this became a real problem for an emperor who naturally wanted to stay in power and do as he wanted as the head of the government would come to favor the military with higher pay and other gifts. The military kept the emperor in power only for as long as he was doing what they felt he should. And so the military came to decide Who would rule Rome, and for how long? How did the empire come to its final end? Well, the empire ended in the west when the last Roman emperor, Romulus Augustulus, was deposed by the Germanic king Odacia in 476 CE. Between 962 and 1806, the Western Roman Empire was reinvented as the Holy Roman Empire, but was only an empire in name. In the East, the Empire continued as the Byzantine Empire until around 1453 CE, with the death of Constantine XI and the fall of Constantinople to the Ottoman Turks. This recording was brought to you by Ancient History Encyclopedia. For more great articles and interactive content, visit www.ancient.eu. Ancient History Encyclopedia is a not-for-profit organisation. If you want to support our work, visit www.ancient.eu forward slash support or follow the link in the description below.